Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daf HaShavua, Maseches Yevamos. Incredible. We're up to Daf Pei Almost finished another parak in Maseches Yevamos, and then we move forward to the tenth parak. We've seen for the last couple of blot a lot of discussion of uh, Trumas and Maestra. Some of this came up earlier in uh, Yevamos as well. The reason, as I pointed out uh, last time, where it's so relevant to Maseches Yevamos is you really get to figure out based on the marriage status, Arisen, Nesuin. And that's what's going on in the, this Mishnah. It started last week, continues this week, about what happens when uh, someone is, let's say, full Nesuin to a Kohen. She has the rights to the Truma, full Nesuin. I'm just saying Nesuin, it could be Arisen also, but let's just deal with Nesuin where there's no question. To a Levi then she has uh, the rights of the Maeserisha. Those rights continue even after the husband passes away, as long as there's a child. And then what you end up having in the Mishnah from both sides is what happens, uh, Rahman al-Islam, it's giving a case where you end up losing all of the kids. And where does this uh, woman end up as far as the Trumas and the Maeseras? Truma and the Maeser. Now, I found something very interesting as I was uh, preparing this year by the tour. Now, let's just give a little bit of a biographical piece of information, which is going to help us somewhat in understanding the tour. The tour was the son of the Rush, Rabbi Yaakov ben Asher, in the 13th century, Spain. And uh, he fled with all his family from Cologne to Barcelona. His main teacher was... His uh, father, the Rush, who also moved around. And we have the tour with the comment of the Beis Yosef that eventually becomes the Shulchan Aruch. But it's important to look back at the tour itself many times. It's arranged topically, and we know it's divided into the four parts, Arachayim, Yerdea, Eben Ezer, and Choshen Mishpat. What's important for us in this context is the tour is now living in Eretz Yisrael. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of access to Eretz Yisrael, and definitely not a lot of access to Peros Eretz Yisrael. So it's on these halachas that you find in the Ein Mishpah Ner Mitzvah. That how I got this is how I got to it in Simon Shin Lamed Aleph, Hilchus Trumos and Maestros, which is in the section of Yardea. This is what he says. He's basically apologizing for not going into these. These halachas in great detail. I'm going to read it to you. In these countries, in the diaspora, we're not knowing trumos and maestros. Even though we pointed out before, if you have Paris from Eretz Yisrael, you have to be, but they're clearly, they, they don't have access to Paris of Eretz Yisrael. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time. The Torah is saying, I want to be halachalamaisa. Even though we find a number of places in the Gemara, that they were mafrish in Chutz Laretz. And then he gives examples of Amamo, of Mitzrayim, of Achal Shechiyuvim, Chachamim, Betrimos, and Maestros, Gezeira, Atu, Eretz Yisrael. But it's only a din in Peros, Eretz Yisrael being close to Eretz Yisrael. Avo be'ilu mekamos ha'rechokam Eretz Yisrael, lo chayavim. 
And again, the assumption I'm making, which I think has to be correct, that it's a din in Peros Eretz Yisrael, if somehow they came to the tour, then he would feel the need for Trumas and Maestros. Then he gets a little bit into the history of even Bayacheni, it was only a din dirabana. I mention this also because we're coming up to Tubishvat. And I always like to try to throw things in in Yonadiyama. And today, we do have access to Paris Eretz Yisrael. And as I gave in a share a few weeks back, we went through the whole charts and, and how things uh, work out. There's an incredible Bach on the tour. Now, this is not a Bach on this tour in Yerdea, but this is the Bach on the on Orchayim Simen Reish Ches. The Bach is living later, 16th century. Rebiola Circus. His son-in-law was the famous uh, Taz, of course. So the Bach talks about Kedusha Seres Yisrael, and he's talking about the value of eating Peros of Eretz Yisrael. This is not a Trumas and Maestros discussion, but clearly Trumas and Maestros would have to be taken. And he says something <clears throat> almost metaphysical. Halo Kedusha Seretz Hanishbas Ba Mikdusha Seretz Elyona. He says, if you eat Peris of Eretz Yisrael, you end up with a connection to the Shechina, even though you're there in Chutz Laaretz. It's incredible. And therefore, he says at the end, And this ties in, he's discussing over here the halachas of Alamichia, Alaperos and special language that you use when you're eating peros of Eretz Yisrael. Now, if you fast forward this a bit to the Hasidic world, the um, Divriyatsev, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Kassil Yehuda Halbashtam, the very famous uh, descendant of the Divriyatsev and the Divriyatsev who lost almost his entire family in the Shoah, and now there's a Divriyatsev, <coughs> whose uh, children, you have one in uh, New Jersey, one in uh, Kiryat Sanz, where the Divriyatsev established the famous uh, hospital. So the Divriyatsev says in his uh, commentary, the Divriyatsev used to give very famous Chumash uh, Shiurim, so we have notes of these. He says the following. He, this is before he comes to um, Eretz Yisrael. He says, I remember as a child, someone once sent to my father in his honor, you know, to us, we take this for granted. You get everything from Eretz Yisrael. Wine, you love him, yes, rogim. And we, we do, hopefully, go out of our way to take advantage of them. And then hopefully to get what the Bach says, to get the sparks of the Kedusha, but he talks about how his father once received such a uh, gift. Shem and Zayas Meir Yisrael, Vahilik means that Neres Chanukah. He used it for Neres Chanukah. And whatever was left, not from the Neres Chanukah, but whatever was left in the bottle, It's unbelievable. We just learned Shrimos and Maestros, and uh, technically, but you're seeing over here the sanctity. He would use whatever was left from this bottle to prepare for Beitzim of B'Tzalem Shel Shabbos Kodesh. They had a pretty simple menu. Eggs and onions for Shabbos Kodesh. Who's going to have eggs and onions today? 
so much over here. Then he says, this is why I'm tying it in, Gamlakras Tubashvat, that he was hoping that for Tubashvat he would get the Paris of Eretz Yisrael that someone would bring to him and he would sit there waiting with Pachar Uveima. I don't know if it's true, but they tell a story about the Nitziv that someone once brought him a bottle from Eretz Yisrael and before he would hold it in his hands, he put on his Shabbos uh, clothes. So this is just such a uh, beautiful some beautiful insights. I have a lot more to say about it. But when you're learning about Trumas and Maestras, you see that tour, and then you see the Bach, and then you go Bisman Hazeh to appreciate the time that we're living in. It's a very fascinating Gemara in Pesai and Ahmed Beis. Fascinating. We've been making uh, some comparisons <coughs> between Yibam and Truma, as we discussed in the first part of this year. And we covered Truma. But let's get to a Yibam situation. You have a man who passes away. At the time that he passes away, there is a child. So there is someone to continue the shame and everything that we've been discussing from the beginning of Mesechus Yibamas. Then the woman gets remarried, and the Yibam, the child passes away. So now there's no living offspring. Let us not make the deceased offspring equivalent to the living offspring for the purpose of Yibam. Because what's going to happen? You're going to now, as this person is married, require a brother who's obviously not part of this relationship to do chalitza, this is untenable. Talmud loma Now, it doesn't give a pasuk to support it from the Torah, but it seems to use a svara, logic. And it quotes this pasuk from Mishle. We generally don't learn halachas from Mishle. Mishle gimel yud If you look into the Me'iri, the Miri says, you're going to end up creating strife. You're going to have this widow who remarried, someone who's from outside of the family, and now all of a sudden you bring in the brother of the first husband back. And this would be a turnoff to what the Miri says in the eyes of her present husband. I mean, this is like drawing back from old times. You can imagine the emotions that are going to take place. What I want to try to show you is how there are some other places in Halacha where Diracha HaDachinoam B'chon Shalom are brought up. And it is a somewhat famous discussion when you have this Pasuk used. Is this establishing the reason why, for example, in this situation this uh, chalitza would not be required, what we call the siba, the reason? Or is it just giving support to what we're already assuming is the svara? And I'm not sure each case is exactly going to be the same, but we have a number of cases, and that's what I want to do an analysis with you. And then I want to show you an incredible case 
that is dealt with in the Chashukei Chemer on this daf generated by our Gemara, even though it's a very different case. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Daf HaShavua, Meseches Yevamos. Incredible. We're up to Daf Pei almost finished another parak in Meseches Yevamos. And then we move forward to the 10th parak. We've seen for the last couple of blot a lot of discussion of uh, Trumas and Maestro. Some of this came up earlier in uh, Yevamos as well. The reason, as I pointed out uh, last time, where it's so relevant to Meseches Yevamos is you really get to figure out based on the marriage status, Arisin, Nesuin. And that's what's going on in the, this Mishnah. It started last week, continues this week, about what happens when uh, someone is, let's say, full Nesuin to a Kohen. She has the rights to the Truma, full Nesuin. I'm just saying Nesuin, it could be Arisin also, but let's just deal with Nesuin where there's no question. To a Levi then she has uh, the rights of the Maeser Rishon. Those rights continue even after the husband passes away, as long as there's a child. And then what you end up having in the Mishnah from both sides is what happens, uh, Rahman al-Islan, it's giving a case where you end up losing all of the kids. And where does this uh, woman end up as far as the Trumas and the Maeseras? Truma and the Maeser. Now, I found something very interesting as I was uh, preparing this year by the tour. Now, let's just give a little bit of a biographical piece of information, which is going to help us somewhat in understanding the tour. The tour was the son of the Rush, Rabbi Yaakov ben Asher, in the 13th century, Spain. And uh, he fled with all his family from Cologne to Barcelona. His main teacher was... His uh, father, the Rush, who also moved around. And we have the tour with the comment of the Beis Yosef that eventually becomes the Shulchan Aruch. But it's important to look back at the tour itself many times. It's arranged topically, and we know it's divided into the four parts, Archaim, Yerdea, Eben Ezer, and Choshen Mishpat. What's important for us in this context is the tour is not living in Eretz Yisrael. And it doesn't seem like there's a lot of access to Eretz Yisrael, and definitely not a lot of access to Peros Eretz Yisrael. So it's on these halachas that you find in the Ein Mishpah Ner Mitzvah. That how I got this is how I got to it in Simon Shin Lamed Aleph, Hilchus Trumos Maestros, which is in the section of Yardea. This is what he says. He's basically apologizing for not going into these. These halachas in great detail. I'm going to read it to you. In these countries, in the diaspora, we're not nohe trumas and maestros. Even though we pointed out before, if you have Paris from Eretz Yisrael, you have to be, but they're clearly, they clearly don't have access to Paris of Eretz Yisrael. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time. The Torah is saying, I want to be halachalamaisa. Even though we find a number of places in the Gemara, that they were mafrish in Chutz Laretz. And then he gives examples of Amamov, Mitzrayim, Vachal Shechiyuvim, Chachamim, Betrumas, and Maestros, Gezeira, Atu Eretz Yisrael. 
but it's only a din in Peros Eretz Yisrael, being close to Eretz Yisrael. Avo be'ilu mekamos ha'rechokam Eretz Yisrael, lo chayyavim. And again, the assumption I'm making, which I think has to be correct, that it's a din in Peros Eretz Yisrael, if somehow they came to the tour, then he would feel the need for Trumas and Maestros. Then he gets a little bit into the history of even Bayat It was only a din dirabana. I mentioned this also because we're coming up to Tubishvat. And I always like to try to throw things in in Yana Dioma. And today, we do have access to Paris Eretz Roll. And as I gave in a share a few weeks back, we went through the whole charts and, and how things uh, work out. There's an incredible Bach on the tour. Now, this is not a Bach on this tour in Yerdea, but this is the Bach on the on Orchayim Simen Reish Ches. The Bach is living later, 16th century. Rebiola Circus. His son-in-law was the famous uh, Taz, of course. So the Bach talks about Kedusha Seres Yisrael, and he's talking about the value of eating Peros of Eretz Yisrael. This is not a Trumas and Maestros discussion, but clearly Trumas and Maestros would have to be taken. And he says something <clears throat> almost metaphysical. Halo Kedusha Sa'aretz Hanishbas Ba Mikdusha Sa'aretz Elyona. He Nishbas Gam Peresel Sheyonka Mikdusha Sashchina. He says if you eat Peres of Eretz Yisrael, you end up with uh, connection to the Shechina, even though you're there in Chutz Laretz. It's incredible. And therefore he says at the end, Ki b'achilas peroseha anu nizona mikdushas ha-shechina u'mita And this ties in, he's discussing over here the halachos of alamichia, alaperos, and special language that you use when you're eating peros of Eretz Yisrael. Now, if you fast forward this a bit to the Hasidic world, the um, Divriyatsev, Rabbi Yaakov, Rabbi Kassil Yehuda Habashtam, the very famous uh, descendant of the Divrichai and the Divriyatsev who lost almost his entire family in the Shoah. And now there's a Divriyatsev <coughs> whose uh, children, you have one in uh, New Jersey, one in uh, Kiryat Sanz, where the Divriyatsev established the famous uh, hospital. So the Divriyatsev says in his uh, commentary, the Divriyatsev used to give very famous Chumash uh, Shiurim, so we have notes of these. He says the following. He, this is before he comes to Eretz Yisrael. Uzechurani mimei aldusi. He says, I remember as a child, someone once sent to my father, in his honor, Shemen Zayas Me'eretz Yisrael. You know, to us, we take this for granted. You get everything from Eretz Yisrael. Wine, you love him, yes, Rogim. And we, we do, hopefully, go out of our way to take advantage of them. And then hopefully to get what the Bach says, to get the sparks of the Kedusha. But he talks about how his father once received such a uh, gift. Shemen Zayas Me'eretz Yisrael. Vahilik means that nearest Chanukah. He used it for Neres Hanukkah. And whatever was left, not from the Neres Hanukkah, but whatever was left in the bottle, It's unbelievable. We just learned Shrimos and Maestros, and technically, but you're seeing over here, the sanctity. He would use whatever was left from this bottle 
to prepare for Beitzim of B'Tzalem Shel Shabbos Kodesh. They had a pretty simple menu. Eggs and onions for Shabbos Kodesh. Who's going to have eggs and onions today? So much over here. Then he says, this is why I'm tying it in, Gamlakras Tubashvat, that he was hoping that for Tubashvat he would get the Paris of Eretz Yisrael that someone would bring to him and he would sit there waiting with Pachar Uveima. I don't know if it's true, but they tell a story about the Nitziv that someone once brought him a bottle from Eretz Yisrael and before he would hold it in his hands, he put on his Shabbos uh, clothes. So this is just such a uh, beautiful some beautiful insights. I have a lot more to say about it. But when you're learning about Trumas and Maestras, you see that tour, and then you see the Bach, and then you go, Bizman Hazer, to appreciate the time that we're living in.